Hi, welcome back to Not So Southern Gentlemen. I'm Ricky. And I'm Sean. And today is July the 3rd. It is the day before... We July celebrate our Independence Day. And the aliens come down, destroy the White House and all of our monuments, and everybody's really sad. But Bill Paxton gets to have... Or Bill. Is it Paxton or Pullman? Bill Always Pullman! Gonna... Bill Pullman! What are you doing? Dude, I get them mixed up. I ain't gonna lie. Him, Jeff Goldblum, and Will Smith use an old Apple MacBook to blow up uh, alien viruses. It's Weird awesome. stuff going on. Yes. I've heard a lot of mixed stuff about the new one. I've heard people say it's crap. I've also heard people say that as long as you think of it as an action film, you have a real good time watching it. Well, I mean, look at the first movie. The first movie is nothing but popcorn fun anyway. I mean, I don't know what people expect. If you've watched the first one and the second one meets those standards, it should be a success. I mean, of course, the public mentality may be at a different place than it was 20 years ago, but, yeah. um, you know, I, I may watch it, I may not. You know, I'll see it on DVD regardless, but... Yeah, I'll, I'll definitely see it on DVD. I was just, man, I was really hoping, you know, for a summer blockbuster like that. Something, well, what's the, you know, a blockbuster that hasn't been a comic book movie in the past few years? Right, and if you remember, the first one was a surprise blockbuster. They didn't expect it to do as well as it performed. And of course, it wasn't, it was right in the middle of a perfect storm, and people just went, and that's what they did that summer. And it was a good time. I mean, it, it was funny. I mean, we could give a review for Independence Day, but I mean, it's been out there. Everybody's seen the movie. Oh, yeah. Incredible movie. Well, do you have any stories for us this weekend? <sighs> Do I? Let me tell you. Uh, everybody has relatives, and I'm not going to name any relatives, but I have some dumb relatives. <laughs> I have some very intelligent relatives also. But man, people, come on. When If you're out doing stupid stuff, you're going to have things happen to you. You know, um, I, uh, there are people I love to death. There is a actual, uh, another story came up this week, but... Uh, you're familiar with a relative of mine, a, a friend of yours who uh, was pretty wacky in his youth. Uh, I know who you're you know who I'm talking about. Yes, I know. You know, I had to, I had to jerk him to the side one day and tell him, "Look, I, man, I let you grew up with me. You're like the only brother I have. I'm gonna jerk a knot in your butt if you don't, you know, get your stuff straight. Quit <laughs> jerking people around and and putting, uh, you know, people we love through, you know, a lot of grief." You know, yeah. and that to good that does for people. I mean, uh, it's more about me. I'm comfortable that I said my piece, and uh, mm, I don't know. Just sometimes people, I don't understand people. Um, people do things for different reasons. People don't think the same way. I know that, you know, people in my life do different things, and I don't quite understand. But I do want to understand their thinking and their reasoning. Um, right. But a lot of them do stuff that's just totally off the wall for no other reason than to get a rise out of somebody. Right. Like a lot a lot of people don't don't want to work or don't want to do things the right way. They want the quick and easy way. And you know, I I hate to just cut people off and leave them at the cold, but you know, you got to do that sometimes for yourself, for to protect your family, to protect the people you love. You got to cut away the cancer. I mean, that's, that's sad, though. Yeah, but, I mean, that's part of life, and that's, you know, that, that reaches everybody at some point, and that's that's a hard thing to deal with. But we're we're not here to do 
uh, uh, boring stuff and horrible stories. <laughs> we're here to do fun things and fun uh, stories. So we're moving right along. Uh, we had a Flash. Flash is one of my favorite series on TV right now. And we had some news on The Flash this week. Draco Malfoy, that. Tom, what is his? Tom Felton from Harry Potter, who played Draco Malfoy, is coming to Flash Season 3. Now, it wasn't a character name I recognized, but that's that's kind of cool. I did like him in uh, I believe, Ri- I believe Rise, Rise of the Planet of the I had heard the that it was a totally new character. Possibly. I was unfamiliar with the name. I did look at the article. What do you? What did you think of uh, the Harry Potter franchise and, and Draco Malfoy? Well... Okay, considering I had only seen one of them until uh, I met my wife and she made me sit down and watch them all, they weren't bad. I I haven't read the books. I thought the movies were kind of cool. Some of them were kind of slow and boring, but I didn't have anything invested in the characters, so I just watched it because it was a cool wizard movie. And, you know, we hadn't seen wizard magic since, like, Excalibur back in the 70s. So... It was cool to see some wizard magic. Yeah, I mean, I I read the books. Um, I think I think I may have told this story. I I, I read like after the third movie came out, I I, I kind of liked what she was doing with it, so I went back and read everything. And I did enjoy the books, and I enjoyed the movies. Um, I thought all the characters were fine. I, I did hear a story today that Harry Potter himself, Daniel Radcliffe, said he's not opposed to portraying Harry Potter again, and this was ignited by that new book that's coming out on the 31st, I believe. Harry Potter and the Cursed Child, maybe? I, I'm not sure. Okay. I, there's, a, there's a new book coming out based on the play that's running in England right now, and with that, of course, is a possibility they may option a movie out of Eddie it Redmayne, you idiots, later in life, and he could play an older Harry Potter. So that that's kind of exciting news. You know, they do have that Fantastic Beasts or Fantastic Beasts yeah. where to find them coming out with Oh Stephen yes. Hawking. Yes. Yes. The guy that played Stephen Hawking. Yeah. And uh, that looks that looks really good. I did see the newest trailer for that, and that looks really exciting, and we'll probably go see that. Captain America Civil War is hitting D V D and Blu ray on September thirteenth, and I cannot wait. Oh, I know. Uh, I'm excited. Uh, I ain't even gonna lie. I'm probably gonna buy Superman or Batman v Superman Ultimate Edition. I think it adds 31 or 37 minutes of extra footage, and from what I understand, it fills in a lot of potholes and makes it a better movie. Although it does change it to an R rating. Whatever they cut out is what gave it the PG-13 rating, and apparently, when you add in the stuff they cut out from the R rating. That the movie becomes ten times better, apparently. Right, and to clarify, uh, you can watch that right now. It's out digitally. You can buy it right now, the Ultimate yes. Edition. Captain America also you'll be able to buy on digital on September 2nd, uh, 11 days early. I'll probably, I'm honestly probably going to buy it digital. I, I'll have to have that Blu-ray. It'll go right next to my Marvel my Marvel movie collection. Cool. It needs to be on my shelf. That's, yeah, that's, that's, that's one I'm not going to skip. There... Man, I don't I don't really buy DVDs much lately. We if we want something and we want to see it, we just rent it and stream it, man. Because honestly, we are too lazy in this house to turn on a DVD player and put in a DVD. I mean, I mean it, it's just become natural. We we just look stuff up. 
and then buy it, purchase it. Yeah, I'm getting more used to uh, Voodoo. Is team seems to be my option for that. I'll go and uh, rent movies or or purchase new movies on Voodoo easier than I will anything else like the Don't, PlayStation Store or. Uh, we use Google because I do the Google surveys, and all, all it is is they send you survey questions, and you answer the survey questions, and they pay you anywhere from fifteen to forty cents every now and then probably a few times a week you fill those out well i have like 26 dollars in google play money so we just rent something from google play and then stream it nice that may be an yeah. option i need to look at. i think you've actually mentioned that before and i just have failed to follow up but so we keep skipping around but uh captain america civil war that's also going to have a now is it a featurette about dr strange or yes. is it just a super short? It will have a featurette for okay. Doctor Strange. That is going to be amazing. I'm ready for that. Yeah, speaking of uh, Harry Potter and wizarding, you know, the best the best wizard fight I, I think that's ever been put the film is, of course, in Harry Potter and the Order of the Phoenix, I believe, where Dumbledore fights uh, Voldemort. Really? Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I'll probably watch that. I just don't, the fight doesn't stick out in my mind. Yeah, I mean, that's one of the things I'm excited for in this genre is just to finally see some justice done to magic on film. I mean, that's always been a an element of, of movie telling that you just really couldn't do right, right up until this point. I think that that movie is the first time I'd seen it done where you don't think, oh, this is a special effect or it's a rotoscoped effect. It's not the lightsabers in the 77 Star Wars. It's not the rotoscoped lightning out of our 80s movies like Warlock or something like that or or Back to the Future. Um, You know, where computer computer generation can really take magic being portrayed to the next level. Say, Final Fantasy is a huge franchise with with great magical spells and effects... Mm-hmm. that you would love to see brought to life. And I think that was really done really well in Advent Children. Of course, that was a completely animated movie. So, I mean, you, you had that. But, man, I, Doctor Strange gives me real excitement for seeing that stuff brought to the screen, especially yeah. the promo material they released with the magical like ruins and stuff like that. And, and that's, that's really what I want to see. So I'm really excited for Doctor Strange also. It should be pretty good. Uh, I was going to add in my favorite wizard fight is Sauron v. Gandalf. Um, You mean the, the Mage Storm where they're fighting over the mountains? Oh, no. The one on top of the uh, tower. Oh, the one in the tower. Okay. Yeah. 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 No, yeah, yeah, I get that. Um, and that was another thing, being of both of us being a D&D background, the, uh, whenever Lord of the Rings came out, the first thing I, I saw that that drug me back into that D&D feeling was when Saruman, when they're, when they're going over the Mines of Moria instead of going through, and they get turned around by Saruman's Mage Storm. Uh, I yeah, thought yeah. that was one of the greatest things. I, I think I squealed the theater. It's like, Mage Storm! Yeah, yeah, because he's a long he's a long distance away, and he's just calling it in. Yeah, know, yeah, summoning the storm. That was, oh, that was, was so really good. that was so exciting at that point. You know, I almost went back and watched Lord of the Rings this this weekend because me and uh, me and somebody at work were talking about music actually, uh, and I wanted to bring this up: music from like 
what led in was the Game of Thrones music, and then we went straight to video game music and movie music, soundtrack music, and we just had a really good discussion. What Do you have a favorite movie soundtrack or piece of music from a movie? Well, I mean, it's probably cliche, but I do uh, occasionally at work, like if I'm having a, a boring day, I'll throw on my earbuds and I'll listen to the entire Star Wars soundtrack. <laughs> No, no, I, I didn't think you'd go there. Uh, like, well, me, uh, some of the, a couple of the girls at work really like Game of Thrones. So, I mean, playing the music from Game of Thrones is no problem right. whatsoever. And, of course, um, if you're using Pandora, you'll pull up similar music, like a lot of Lord of the Rings movie uh, oh, yeah. instrumentals all the scores come up. To the, all the scores to the Peter Jackson films were amazing. Yeah, I've never been a huge soundtrack person, uh, score person. There's a few that just sweep you away. Like Star Wars is more nostalgia for me than actual. You know, right. you listen to. Uh, of course, we're talking about John Williams. You John know. Williams, probably the greatest ever. <laughs> you know, uh, St- Superman theme, Indiana Jones Indiana theme, Jones. Star Wars theme, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. I believe I may be wrong yes. on that one, but I, I think that's right. I think you're right. But yeah. man, we're talking you know, like some of the most iconic music you've ever heard. I mean, everybody, you hear the Superman theme going off. I imagine no matter what country you're in, you know what that means. Absolutely. Now, uh, bringing bringing that back to a point, um, I really wanted to watch Lord of the Rings The Two Towers because that that's one of my favorite movies of all time. It is, of course, Theoden. my favorite movie of the three in, in Lord of the Rings. Just Idiot. because I don't know what does it for me, but the whole story of Rohan, what's his name? The King of Rohan. Do what? The King of Rohan. I don't know. Ah, anyway, uh, the whole story of Rohan and the uh, Helm's Deep and all that stuff, just it's one of those things that induces a feeling like the first time you watch Star Wars for me. that That's in that movie. I don't know how to describe it, but there's a nostalgia for that movie, uh, and I just love it. I, I like the Peter Jackson films, uh, as long as we don't include The Hobbit. <laughs> I wasn't Which, bringing up The Hobbit. I, that's fine. It's my favorite, probably in my top two or three favorite books of all time is The Hobbit, and I just hated seeing it be done like that. It it deserves better. Yeah, if they take out some of the fluff and the ninja dwarves, I, I'd be fine with it. Well, you have buying stuff and favorite sites to buy stuff on here, but let me tell you, before just earlier today... Actually, speaking of buying stuff, uh, my wife and I and the boy, we all decided to go out and go to an antique mall. Uh, I've been watching YouTube channel lately where they go out to, you know, collectible shops and everything. And I started looking it up. We have quite a few in our area. And I'm going to go hit up each of them. And uh, then maybe I can report back as to if I find anything good. But this time we went out. This place was huge it was a maze we just started going back after a hallway after a hallway uh lane after lane of just antiques collectibles stuff behind glass stuff that was really really old and then of course i was there hunting for comics i found three long boxes more like three sets of comics two of which were in long boxes one was just laying open the best i found was 
I found probably five or six Jonah Hex books from, I believe, the 70s. New Mutants, 93. New Mutants, 52. Nothing that was amazing. They were all three and four dollar books. I didn't really pick them up. They're more like dollar books to me. I wasn't going to pay for more for a dollar. And the one that we went to didn't have haggling because the owner of the booth wasn't there. So they just had everything priced and they would charge up front. They had one central checkout. So it was one strikeout. But as you speak about favorite websites to buy stuff from, I don't really buy stuff from anywhere else but Amazon, man. Yeah, I wasn't going to, you know, when we do online in the digital age, where, where are you shopping from? Is it just Amazon? I Really, it's Amazon. Now, uh, to catch up on some comic books, I like to go to uh, mycomicbookshop.com. They seem to have a great back section of comics and I can reasonable prices and plus it's a good place to look for if you have older comics what their value is okay so i I order a few things from there but amazon's really my bread and butter when it comes to ordering online yeah we both have amazon prime and i've just ordered like three or four things from amazon the other day i mean uh, i've got a toy for the youngest coming because uh, he likes Daniel Tiger. A new comic trade paperback, which I'll be reviewing, uh, Transformers, uh, formerly Robots in Disguise, Volume 10, uh, has came out, and I've got that coming to me. I've got He-Man and the Masters of the Universe. They did a... Not only did they do an art book for He-Man, which has the designs and the toys and all that kind of stuff, they actually did a compilation book that partners with that in the same style of all the old comics that used to come with him. Now, the He-Man action figures in the 80s came with a mini comic. Yes. In them. Yes. I mean, the like first a little bitty ash can. Yeah, the really the first few figures came with some really great painted covers, interior, not I mean not great stories, but I mean the, and and some of the stories weren't even coherent yet. They didn't know exactly what they were doing with He-Man, like Tila was actually the sorceress and they had a couple of differences from what you got in the cartoon, but there's some really great art that was in those books and some good stories. Because, I mean, whenever you got this figure, the first thing you did was you took him open, you put all of his stuff together, and then you read that comic, and it gave you a little sense of the character because each comic had the character featured in it. And there are some really good artists that started in those comics. Like, I've got some right here, and if you'll bear with me a second... Yeah, like the first few, like I said, are, are painted and have a really great art style That's to awesome. them. A couple of the others uh, are more comic focused. And like Mark Texiera. Really? Yeah, from, from Ghost Rider fame, which Ghost I actually, I actually yes. bought a, a, a print that he print. signed at the convention we went to. Uh, one of the first things he did was some of these mini comics, and they look great because, of course, Skeletor is a non-flaming ghost rider, so, I mean, it's perfect. It's a great fit. That is awesome. Yeah, the art in these is, is, is really top-notch on some of them. Now, others are more, you know, hey, this is a kid's thing. We'll, we'll pay somebody five cents to do these. Um, but I, it's it's worth it to me for the good. I mean, it was on sale for, like, 20 bucks. I mean... Uh, totally awesome. worth it, yeah. And I'll be reviewing that when it comes in. And then I also picked up a um, a masterpiece. Uh, this is going to be the first one that I've gotten this way. They've uh, there is 
apparently knockoffs of the Transformers masterpiece, and I have a sideswipe, proper right. sideswipe. Now they do have a red alert, but I opted for the knockoff, and I've heard these are okay quality. So I'm also going to be reviewing that at a later time. Maybe our next podcast. I'm not sure. That's but, awesome. you know, I didn't want to pay the $89 for the same mold again. $30. Right. I, I'm okay with that. You know, if it's if it breaks into, well, that's my fault. So, Right. That's awesome. But did you order anything not on Amazon? Uh, I did not this time. Uh, now, if, it, if I wasn't going to do that specific $30 figure... I would have went to one of my favorite sites, BigBadToyStore.com. Now, that's not a Transformers-specific site. It is a huge toy site. Um, I've been to a few conventions where they came and just brought their Transformers section, and it was a whole convention wall. And Big Bad Toy Store is one of the biggest successful uh, toy sites out there. So if you're interested in anything tour related or pop culture related, I suggest you visit them at least once and get and, and look and see what they got. Now they are not a sponsor for our, our podcast. I'm just saying that that's who I normally use. Also, if you're looking for anything uh, out of Japan that you can't really get over here, or you want to see if you can get a better price on maybe buying it from Japan, uh, HLJ.com hobby link. Japan is a site I've used a couple of times. Now, using a foreign site like that can be a little scary. HLJ is one I trust. I've, I've bought several things from them, and I've never had a problem with, like, credit card fraud or anything like that. Right. And they, they've really seemed like a secure site. So if you ever want to look that way, look at Hobby Link Japan and look at uh, Big Bad Toy Store. That is awesome. Yeah, I'll have to go to look up some of the stuff there. I use my PayPal account to use to do foreign exchanges like uh, I've ordered a few Christmas gifts off Fast Tech, which comes out of China, and the only downside of that is I got probably four or five people's Christmas gifts for less than a hundred dollars, but it was after Christmas by the time I had got them, and I and I had ordered them oh probably Octoberish, and they still hadn't came in by Christmas, so it's a curse and a blessing. Well, speaking of China, how about Big Trouble in Little China? Well, I, I fi- love Big Trouble in Little China. I figured you did. The reason I wanted to segue with that is because a whole bunch of stuff is hitting Netflix this month. Yeah, dude, there have been a ton of stuff on Netflix lately. I have been looking into it. Uh, ever since I, I found a link that somebody had posted on Facebook, went into it, I'm telling you, my list looks amazing. I had edited everything down, and I have. Let's see if you if you've seen all these that I'm about to name off. We had Back to the Future one, two, and three are all on there. We got Lethal Weapon one through four, Beverly Hills Cop, uh, I believe one and two, and uh, Big Trouble in Little China, of course. Man, it's just so much stuff. Uh, Netflix is just not disappointing at all lately. They're really pushing to keep the business they have, and they are kicking down doors and getting a lot of people on board that. Are gonna make this really good. Yeah, September is gonna be huge. Also, when with the addition to the whole Disney and Marvel catalog, um, there's a bunch of stuff I see here that I've that I really need to see. Like there's some old classics like Hello Dolly. I've never watched it. Insomnia, the movie with Robin Williams and Al Pacino. 
uh, mean girls I've never seen, and I get berated almost every day working with young women that I've never seen this movie. So I may have to fit that one in. The Big Short, with all of its Oscar nominations, I did not see. Stranger Things, did you see the trailer for this? Yes. Stranger Things looks pretty fun. I, I'm, I'm ready to watch this. Uh, it, we get that on the 15th? That's correct. Yeah, man, the 15th. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, Stranger Things. That should be pretty good. Jackass 2, that'll be fun. Let's see. You said you've never seen Insomnia? Nope, never seen it. That's a really good movie. You're, you're going to enjoy it if you get to watch it. Right, but now here is what I'm excited about. Speaking of Netflix, caught this article the other day and liked a lost mob crap. Netflix is going to do a Lost in Space series. And that is so exciting to me because whenever I was little... Erwin Allen was what I worshipped. Or Voyage to the Bottom of the Sea, uh, Lost in Space. I mean, he was the uh, uh, the disaster movie guy of, of, of his day. And Lost in Space was one of the great, great things I enjoyed every, every day after school on Channel 16. Uh, it looks like uh, the streaming service is going to be doing a 10-episode season uh, that's going to debut in 2018. Ugh. I love it. As long as I get the robot right. Yeah, man, that should be really good. Uh, I enjoyed Lost in Space. Uh, I know a lot of people didn't like the movie from like a few years ago, but anytime it's on, I find myself Stop talking. You're an idiot. I, I find it enjoyable. It's not as bad as people make it out to be. You know, it, it, let's talk about that a second. That movie had William Hurt. It had uh, Sirius Black, Gary Oldman. Gary Oldman. It had the guy who originally did the robot's voice, and the robot, the new design for the robot was okay. I, I really liked the movie, and I was excited for a sequel, but of course it didn't happen. And it also had Joey <laughs> yeah, from it had Joey. Friends. How you doing? And, and it had a lot of the guys from Lost in Space. Unfortunately, the, the father, and I can't remember the actor's name, had passed away before they were able to get him in the movie. So. Yeah, yeah. It, it, I just enjoy that. It's a good movie. Marvel uh, went ahead and uh, came out and said they have San Diego Comic-Con plans. They're going to have, uh, on Thursday, July 1st, they're going to have Luke Cage panel. On Friday, July 22nd, they'll have the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. panel and signing event. And Saturday, they're going to have a Marvel Animation panel, which that will be interesting. I, I haven't heard anything coming out of Marvel Animation in a while besides, I think, the Guardians of the Galaxy animation, which I have not seen yet. But uh, I'm really excited that they are that they are doing something for San Diego Comic-Con and are not pulling everything like they did. I think they didn't have anything to show last year. Yeah, I don't know about that stuff. And from uh, Ain't It Cool News, we have some news that Pacific Rim 2 has a date. John Boyega, we already announced, was going to be in the movie. Looks like uh, December 15th, 2017... Will be Pacific Rim 2, and that's going to be butting up against a Star Wars film, I'll bet. But I'm really, I'm really excited. Uh, Pacific Rim Maelstrom. It's directed by Stephen DeKnight, who also did Spartacus and Daredevil. Uh, the fact that all this stuff is going right for Pacific Rim, it really, really gets me excited. Like I said, I really enjoyed that movie, and I want to see more big robots doing awesome shit. We've got a couple more things left. The Dark yeah. Tower, the Stephen King book, is becoming a movie, and we've got some set pics of uh, Matthew McConaughey and Idris Elba, both as their characters out of the movie. The gunslinger and the bad guy who 
who he's playing. Um, now, had you, how do you feel about Stephen King media other than books? I enjoyed Stephen King media. Like uh, all of his movies, I believe I have them all on Blu-ray. I, I loved it. Is probably my favorite, and then Rose Red. I believe that's a really good one. I enjoyed. I had fun with the Langoliers. It's cheesy, but man, it, it's a really good movie. And then there's The Stand, which I, I love all the made for TV stuff by Stephen King. It's really good. The only one that falls flat on its face is not good. It's called The Golden Years. You, you don't have to waste your time watching that movie. It's so boring. And it, it's basically just an aging version of thinner. Like, you know, thinner where oh, the person got so thin and then they died. Well, golden years is almost the same difference. He starts aging and can't stop. Yeah. There's, um, I've enjoyed Stephen King movies in my life. My favorite Stephen King movie is Christine. I mean, there's just no way around it. I, I love that movie unabashedly. Don't care how bad it is. Love it. Absolutely love it. Um, now I've never seen all of Salem's lot. That is a really good, scary movie. I'd never got through it when I was a child, and I just never went back to watch it. Uh, it was pretty good, except for where... Eh, spoilers, there's a huge spider at the end. And Misery. Misery's another great movie. Plus, of course, Shawshank Redemption and that kind of Green Mile. Uh, a friend of mine very recently watched for the first time Green Mile and, and just had this look on his face. He was like... I, 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 how have I never seen this movie? This movie is great. It's the it, the Shawshank Redemption changed my life, and I'm like, well, how long ago did you watch the Shawshank Redemption? He's like, oh, I watched it like a month ago. I was like, what? <laughs> Are you kidding me? How did you miss this? Like TBS runs this movie like for the past ever since it came out. Every oh my weekend. god. So, but anyway, yeah, I mean, Stephen King movies can be good. There's some really bad examples out there, but. Uh, the Gunslinger, man, there's a lot of fans of that. Yeah, I, I, I hope it's done right. Such a good movie. I've only got a couple more things. Uh, game news, really exciting. Bioshock is getting remastered for PS4 and Xbox One. Now, did you play all of Bioshock? I have played them all. Uh, I I played uh, one and two. I completely beat, and uh, Bioshock Infinite played. Oh, probably a week or so, pretty steady, and then I returned it to Gamefly because it kind of got repetitive towards the end. But they're all incredible settings, incredible storyline. For a video game, it can take you on a roller coaster ride of emotions if you really get into the story. They're, it's just a fun series of games, and I'm, I cannot wait to play them on my PS4. Yeah, I, I really enjoy that. Um, I'm, I'm just hoping for a new Castlevania that I can fall in love with again. And our last topic, I wanted to t bring up... Um, my last topic, I wanted to bring up the subject of toys. Of course, as I've stated before, I'm a, I'm a toy collector. And the current line, or the, the line that's about to come out, it's, it's hitting stateside now. It's already hit some foreign places uh, that, that they normally hit first, like uh, Australia and, and Great Britain. Um, the next Transformers toy line is going to be Titan's Return. This is a, a remake or retelling toys of Transformers in 1987, where you had... The Headmaster gimmick, the Power Master gimmick, the uh, uh, Target Master gimmick, where smaller robots connect to bigger robots as, as heads and stuff like that. 
a lot of this stuff that got revealed and that is coming out looks really, really great. And if you have a young child or you have some nostalgia for that, you need to go down your local toy aisle and look at some of this stuff and, and possibly pick it up because these are some of the best toys I've seen coming out. I mean, Transformers is at a weird place because a lot of what they're doing is collector-oriented because a lot of the market for these toys are actually adults. But they're still selling a 13, 14, you know, up demographic, uh, complicated and, and, and neat transformations and that kind of thing. But if, if anybody out there has nostalgia for that time, the Hasbro-designed, newer-looking Cybertronian characters, uh, the big guys, like they're remaking Fortress Maximus. They did a Metroplex a couple years ago. Go out and look at that thing and, and possibly pick up some for children, for you, and tell us what you think about it. All right, and we're back with, after some technical difficulties, hopefully everything will sound part somewhat right. Uh, I just wanted to share a story about movie theater etiquette nowadays is getting worse and worse. Uh, I'd read locally in Little Rock earlier this week, we had a man assaulted in theater after he asked two gentlemen behind him to please put down their cell phones and stop talking during a movie. The two gentlemen's response was to start beating him up in the theater and uh, they were lucky because there was an off-duty police officer in the theater in another room at the time, and he was able to intervene and stop it. They were both uh, arrested and charged with, I believe, second-degree assault. But really, people, why, why go to a theater and talk on your cell phone or, or play with your cell phone or even speak to each other? Uh, you all paid the same price to be in there. Why would you want to ruin it for someone else when we all know it? Yeah, it, it's a bad thing to look at your cell phone. It's a bright light in a darkly lit room. Everybody's going to notice you're doing it. Don't do it. it. If you feel the need to be on your cell phone every 15 minutes, then maybe go into a movie theater isn't for you. I'm going to keep this short and succinct. And that's all I'm going to say about this topic because I could go on longer, but everybody that probably listens to this is an adult and you know what is right what is right and what is wrong to do in a movie theater just remember that everybody paid to be in there not just you don't be so selfish right and this <clears throat> this more applies to friends of people who would be listening to this than us much like the uh, the convention discussion of hey you know make sure to take a shower isn't really the people that listen it's the uh, people who may know the people that listen um, yeah, I, I agree with all that. Um, you know, I haven't seen any horrible examples of it lately, but people, you know, come on, you're paying good money to, to be there. Why would you waste it? That's, that's what I don't understand. So absolutely. And, uh, on to our last segment, we're going to do the, have you seen it? My, have you seen it for this week? It's pretty special to me. It was, uh, a movie I watched growing up, and yesterday I was able to sit down and watch it with my son, and that is The Secret of Nim. It's a great book as well, but the movie is just awesome. It's got awesome music in the background. The story is kind of on the adult side for uh, a children's cartoon, 
Uh, it's uh, about a family of mice that have to move before the uh, spring plow comes to, and they ha- need the assistance of a group of rats that have been uh, experimented on by the National Institute of Mental Health, NIM. Uh, if you haven't seen it, check it out. If you have seen it, let, let me know what you thought of it. it. It's one of my favorite movies, cartoons of my childhood, and uh, watching it yesterday just brought back a lot of good memories. And uh, I hope you check it out and enjoy it. What do you got, Rick? Well, since you uh, didn't make a theme, but the theme is kind of animation this week, uh, I thought I would bring a double shot. Uh, One is The Adventures of Mark Twain, which I'm not sure the exact year, but I remember seeing it when I was young. It was 1985. It's a claymation, and I don't know if you've ever seen this, but it's really... As a child, man, it was cre- There's this one segment where uh, they meet Satan, and he creates his own world and destroys Holy it. Crap. Yeah, it's oh. it's really neat. If you ever get a chance, like it's two dollars in the Walmart bin. It's called The Adventures of Mark Twain, and you can tell it's claymation. Uh, it's really trippy and really good. I- I've watched it with my son, and my son loved it, and I can't wait to watch it with uh, my youngest son too. And the second one I wanted to bring up, uh, more similar to yours, is The Last Unicorn. Now, being mostly male, audience, not, I am mostly male, I'll just throw that out there. Um, the Last That's Unicorn awesome. uh, is a, an animated movie that came out in the 80s. It's, Incredible movie. It's at Rankin and Bass, the same studio that did the, uh, uh, the Hobbit animated movie and the Lord of the Rings animated mm-hmm. movie from the 70s. Beautiful animation. It's got uh, a really good story. Uh, Saruman, Christopher Lee, is the uh, the king in it, and it's it's not some girly, um, you know, My Little Pony kind of thing. It's uh, no. very violent. It's uh, very dark themes. Very uh, Lord of the Ring s. I mean, if you ever watched uh, those movies, I mean, it that animation carries through. I mean, it's it's a really good watch. You know, and it's it's great for the kids. I mean, my son's watched it, uh, and he liked it. And uh, Jeff Bridges, oh. Mia Farrow, Angela Lansbury, Christopher Lee, all do voices in the movie. And uh, I can't I can't speak enough about the the animation. So that that's what I got. Oh, it, it's an incredible movie. I, I love Last Unicorn. Um, I believe it's on Amazon Prime right now. Uh, if you have Amazon Prime and you're listening. That it's a it's a really good one. You you should check it out. I I'm totally with you on that. Good recommendation. And due to our technical difficulties, I believe we're going to wrap it up. Technical difficulties being my internet is crap. I'm really working on it to try to get better. Uh, they just have to run the lines to my house. So hopefully that will be soon. And I know they're working on that. But if you're looking for us, you can find me on Twitter at Mater98. Uh, hit me up on there. And uh, not so southern gentleman at gmail.com for any email inquiries. And you can find me at Ricky Westbrook on Twitter. Uh, hit us on Facebook. Just search Not So Southern Gentleman on Facebook. That's right. Give it a like. Uh, give it a thumbs up. We're, we're still trying to uh, grow the Facebook. Uh, we put new articles on there every day. Stuff that we find interesting. Uh, pictures of our own collections. We post that stuff daily and uh, would love for you to join our Facebook group and give us some response on there as well. For Not So Southern Gentlemen, I'm Ricky. 
And I'm Sean. Have a great week and happy Ford.